Greetings, everybody. Wow, this month is going so quick. Can you believe it? 2023, it sounds so wild to say 2023. January, here we are in our small group curriculum, our small group semester on Dream Again. Remember, your homework for you guys to be talking about, discussing each week is Genesis 37 through Genesis 50, the life of Joseph. Joseph was a dreamer. He is the greatest example in the Bible. Now, Nehemiah is a great example of leadership and being a builder. If you want to be a greater leader and a builder, study the life of Nehemiah. But if I want to know how to get a dream, walk with a dream, uh, fulfill a dream, study the life of Joseph. So that's what I'm asking you to do all through these weeks. Is as you read those chapters, you get together, you discuss, you talk, you share, and, and we want that to happen because the most important thing in life is not things, it's relationships. And these small groups are so important, the dynamics. So we're picking up today on a dream. We all have a dream from God. We all have a destiny from God. We're all called to be dreamers, right? And if it's a big dream, I have to be a bigger person, a bigger dreamer. And to do that, it takes a longer process. We're looking at all of that. We're looking at the life of Joseph. Uh, we've looked at that when he got the dream, he told his uh, family, they rejected him, they tried to kill him, they hated him. But I brought out last week, think about it now. Joseph didn't have a victim mentality and Joseph never felt sorry for himself. I can't be in faith and feel sorry for myself at the same time. I can't be in faith and feel sorry for myself at the same time. I can't be in faith and have a victim mentality. Joseph, you know, all that he went through, betrayal of his, of his family, hatred, they tried to kill him. And then for doing right, working hard, Potiphar's wife wants to have sex. He won't do it. He's thrown, a, he, he's accused of something he didn't do. He's thrown in prison. There he is in prison. But you know what? Everywhere he goes, God prospers him. Everywhere he goes, the good, the bad, the ugly, God favors him because the presence of God is with him. See, when you study those scriptures, look for the same phrases throughout those chapters I gave you. You'll see this, and God was with him, and God was with him. You know, we want the presence of God on our life more than anything else because that's what's going to get you through to your destiny. And then look for this phrase, and God favored him, and God was with him, and God favored him. And then look for this phrase, Genesis 37, Genesis 50, and God prospered him. Notice God favoring and prospering him was a result of God being with him. Oh my goodness, all right? So uh, we looked at last week how to identify a dream from God, seven ways to know your dream is from God. It's not your own thinking up on your own, you know, your own uh, creation, but it is a calling. It is God's will and God's purpose, God's plan, God's dream for your life. Gotta have a dream, gotta have a dream. So it gets you up in the morning, okay? All right, I asked Tommy Barnett, as you know, who's on our board as our church, and he's our pastor. I asked him, you know, Pastor Tommy, he's 83. He was just in Paris the other day. He texted me from the airport, said, Dave, I'm in the airport, on my way to Paris, France, to speak over there. He's 83 years old. I've asked him many times, Pastor Tommy, if you could live your life over again, what would you do differently? And you know what he's always told me? I'd take bigger risk and I'd dream bigger. Oh my goodness, Pastor Tommy Barnett? You know, 
He said, I'd take bigger risk and I would dream bigger if I had my life to live over again. He's got a book, Daniel has it, was showing it to me the other day. Pastor Tommy Barnett has a book called Dream Again. Forgot all about that book when we named this series for this brand new year. All right, so let's look at some scriptures today that you guys can talk and discuss with your group leader and one another after we get done. But Ecclesiastics 3, verse 11. Ecclesiastics 3, verse 11. Now, this scripture should help people with a poor self-image. This scripture should help people who feel like they don't matter, they don't count, they're a mistake. You know, again, you know, again, I'm just saying this. When I was growing up, I was told I'd never live past 30. So you'll never make it past 30 on the way that you're going. A lot of my friends ended up in prison or dead. And they said, you'll never make it. You'll never make it past 30. Didn't have a whole lot of people that really believed in me. I think a lot of you can relate with that. But you know what? That's why our message is God is for you. When God is for you, when God is with you, like Joseph, then whatever the world throws at you, you can bounce back. You can be resilient. You can get back on your feet. Though a righteous person falls seven times, they get up. Some of you need to get up today. Get a hold of that dream from God. You say, Pastor, how do you get a dream from God? We're going to talk about that before we're done with our series. He has made everything beautiful. He made you. He called you beautiful. Not junk. Not junk. Not a throwaway. Not a no account. But he's made everything beautiful in its time. He has also planted, now look at this, he planted eternity in your heart. What is that? A purpose. God made us on purpose for purpose. We're not to waste our life. Uh, we don't want to look, life goes so fast. Life goes so fast. You don't want to look back and say, coulda, woulda, shoulda. You realize that God's the one that put that drive on the inside of us. God's the one that put a purpose, purpose-driven life. God put that. God did that. That drive, that call, that assignment, that will, that plan, that dream, that destiny. He's planted eternity in every man's heart. What is that? A divinely implanted sense of a purpose. Wow. Working through the ages, which nothing under the sun but God alone can satisfy. Notice, only a dream from God can bring you significance and satisfaction. Only a dream from God. Dream again and dream big and keep on dreaming. Yet so that man cannot find out what God has done from the beginning to the end. Okay? Then another scripture, and you guys can talk about that, break that down, discuss that. What does that mean to you? that God's put a purpose on all of us. People who haven't discovered that waste their life. People who haven't discovered that live as a victim throughout life. Look at this, kind of goes along with that Old Testament scripture, Acts 17, 26. And he made from one common origin, one source, one blood, all nations of men to settle on the face of the earth. What does that mean? God, uh, before you're ever born, had a purpose for you, had a plan for you, and a place a county, a subdivision, a city, a church, a job, a career, all planned out, specifically, divinely detailed out your life. Oh my goodness, if he knows every hair on your head, he knows every day of your life, every hour of that day, every minute of that day, every second of that day was pre-programmed by God. But for that to come to pass, we have to surrender our life, we have to submit our life, and we have to cooperate with God. 
He made from one common origin, one source, one blood, all nations of men to settle on the face of the earth, having definitely determined their allotted periods of time. God put you here right now in 2023 because this was the time period, this was the generation he wanted you in, okay? Now, so he had a purpose, he had a place, he had a plan, he had a period of time. Now, if I could have chosen my own, when I was going through college, here's what I told God. When I was going to college, I said, God, I, I, I want to I pastor in California. I actually said that. I said, I want to be out west. I want to be out in California, pastor out there. And I remember I told my dad one time, um, my dad and I, we were coming down to visit St. Louis, our family, the, the arch. And I remember I told my dad, my dad said, Dave, would you ever pastor in St. Louis? I said, no way, dad. I remember I said it out on 70 in front of the way scales for the trucks in St. Peter's. I know exactly where I said it. I said, Dad, I would never come to St. Louis. I would never come to Misery or Missouri. Guess where God sent me? And I've been for 40 years, Missouri, okay? But it's awesome. Wouldn't want to be any other place because this is the place, the plot, the period of time, and God has me here for such a time as this, the same as you. So a lot of period of time and fixed boundaries of your habitation. Your habitation is your house where you live. There are settlements, lands, and abodes. What I want to bring out this week is that, that God has a dream. God has a plan. God has a place. God has detailed out your life. And when we submit and surrender to that, his dream, it brings satisfaction, security. It shapes us. It makes us. It pleases. It satisfies uh, it, all the above. So I want to encourage you to discuss, go over these scriptures we talked about today. D don't forget to continue to read and study the life of Joseph. And I can't wait till we get back again next week. Until then, don't forget, God is for your dream.